are the Roar, where every day is game day. Hour number two out of bounds. William Quaggabush, Ben Milstead. We are live inside Landscaper Supply in Piedmont. Come out and see us right here at the intersection of Highway 8 and 81. For the record, this is north or south? This Which, is north. This is north. South is where you don't want to go. Or just the one with no letter at all. The one with no letter at all. Yeah. That's, that's good. It's going to take you down roughly to about the hospital in Anderson. That's not where we are. No, it is You're not. You're going to be disappointed. We had, we had a uh, texter a while ago that said they went to the Anderson one. Uh, yeah, like I say, 81 North. Yeah. 81 North. If you put in Piedmont, uh, that also helps. As Again, I found that out. Uh, we, we know that uh, folks are going to be coming in. I'll just tell you, if you're at the place that says Landscaper Supply and there's a bunch of tents out front and a whole bunch of beautiful-looking pickup trucks and also an economy sedan that looks way out of place. And a uh, WCCP mystery machine is out front as well. Correct. Uh, so, you're in the right place. Yep. Uh, you can smell the hot dogs, too. Man, oh, that smells great. It is it is a real battle going on right now because we're going to talk about Willie Taco. I'm smelling hot dogs. I'm thinking Willie Taco. I want to know when we're getting, like, chopped up hot dog in a taco. You want me to go make you one? Oh, I don't have the taco shell. You shop, don't have though. the taco shell. But I'm saying I just want I want to know when we're doing it because they have dog on there everything else at Willie Taco. They, they put anything in a taco. If you could put See, listen, if you could put a cheeseburger in a taco, you could put a hot dog in a taco. No doubt about it. They also have tequila. <laughs> you can't make me one of those. <laughs> not here, not right now. <laughs> Can you have guave back there, folks? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Willie Taco. Seriously, this weekend. I uh, hope everybody took advantage of Trivia Thursday. I'm. Je- I was jealous. I was jealous because I love trivia, and they had it last night at the Easy Location, and I wasn't there. Uh, four for twenty dollar menu. They got brunch uh, specials as well on Sundays. Go by and see our friends Willie Taco. Five upstate locations, including our flagship uh, for the for uh, the Roar, which is uh, of course in Easley. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to let's go to uh, Ed from Honeypath is up next, and then we'll go to Gamecock Will. Ed. What's up, Ed? Not much. I uh, figured I'd give you guys a uh, history lesson. I was at Wren back when dinosaurs walked the earth, and your current location was a Rogers Auto Parts, oddly enough. Yep. Um, yep. But the, the reason I was calling was about this basketball. And I guess I'll be the game uh, to Paul's game. Um, we got five games left. The only chance I see for a loss is at Wake Forest, and we're on the road, so I would favor us in that. That would put us at thirteen and seven. Is that right? That's correct. I think yeah, they're eight and seven right now in the league, so that would that put them at twelve and eight. Well, if we went all five, we're thirteen. Oh, if we went all five, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you went all five, it's thirteen and seven. That's right. Okay, is that going to be a top four seed in the ACC? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I submit this. If we're a four seed going into the ACC tournament, we win the ACC tournament because there's not a home game. 
And not only that, we'll be a three seed. And Brad will get a 10-year extension, and we'll go to the Elite Eight and maybe further. <laughs> Happy weekend, everybody. I love it, Ed. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. I mean, look, there are a lot of people that said, uh, I mean, and I, I, I remind some of my friends that are a little more negative. You know, when you never thought anybody's going to win in Chapel Hill, you said you give them a lifetime contract. Now you start backing off that. He's won in Chapel Hill this year already. Should have won at Duke. Yeah. I, again, I, you know, we'll know more in about three weeks what direction things go. Uh, it, it's it, to some people. Some I mean, we've got a couple on the text line that are just offended that you even suggest they could win the ACC tournament. Given the fact that you've never have, I, I realize that's crazy. Sure, I would just would argue if you if you can get in. Step one would be what Ed just said: be a top four seed so that you're only playing three games. And I would say there's as good this team has as good a chance as perhaps any because of who would be in the league with you and also how good of a team this is. You got to get, I mean, you got to get really hot. The the tournament gets won by a team that gets really hot in a uh, long weekend like that though. And I I would just say, why not, why not Clemson in that situation? I mean, here's the thing. They could also, I mean, but there's also, it's basketball. You lose, you lose by 15 in the first game. You just never know. And, uh, by the way, in conference tournaments on neutral sites, a lot of weird stuff happens. Yeah, it does. But this would, be, this would be my pushback to that. Historically, correct. Duke and North Carolina win it a bunch. Virginia wins it a bunch. These other teams, they win it a bunch. A lot of the tournaments have been legitimate home court advantages for those teams. Mm-hmm. Who has a home court advantage in Washington, D.C.? Uh, Is that one of Duke's yeah. homes away from home? Pro- I get those I mean, confused. Prob- probably. <laughs> but, like, seriously, who are the impediments? Like, if you're saying Clemson can't win it, it's ridiculous. Who are the impediments to Clemson? Oh, there'll be a lot of Duke fans there. I'm just thinking about it from all angles. If you know it, there'll be a lot of Duke fans uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Madison Square Garden, all uh, all Duke homes away from home. But speaking of Duke, Duke and North Carolina right now are the top two seeds. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Clemson, it would be offensive to suggest that Clemson could beat a team they beat on the road, and a team they should have beaten on the road? Yeah, well, again, they beat both of them on the road. Right. <laughs> uh, what about Virginia? Virginia's really good. You mean to tell me that it is inconceivable that Clemson could beat Virginia, a team that beat them by one, a game that they, I mean, they were very much in right till the very end and had the ball at the end of the game? Wake Forest would be the four seed if it started today. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me it's inconceivable? Like, that's, that's the point there. Is Clemson the best team in the ACC? No, but they've beaten all of them. They've beaten the teams that you would say are right. better than they are. So if you can do that once, can you not do it again? I'm okay with fans thinking that you can. You know, yes, I, I, I'm okay. I'm not, not saying that they will. They won't go into the tournament being a favorite, no matter where they're ranked. I'm just saying, as a fan, if you've watched this team this year, there is it is not crazy to think that could happen. You know what's funny to me is. I think if you offered me – this doesn't even make any sense because I would at some point be wrong about this. It is – I think this is a year where if you offered me any team in the ACC or the field, I would take the field. Because I don't know that anybody – I don't feel great about anybody winning the tournament. 
North Carolina or the field, I'm taking the field because I, I just think there's a less than 50% chance that everybody is winning it. I don't think there's a legitimate favorite. I think North Carolina and Duke are probably the best teams, and Clemson and Wake Forest and maybe Virginia are in that next group. But I don't know who's going to win it. I think it is a fascinating tournament, one of the most fascinating that we've seen. Let's go to Gamecock Will, who's up with us next on the phone, 654 Roars and Over. What's up, Will? What's up, fucking being How y'all two doing? Sound like y'all doing good. Man, we we're are, doing we're great. Up. Doing great. Can't complain. Uh, Before I get to Gamecock basketball, I just want to go ahead and say uh, Clark, I mean, to me, she's the best shooter in the country. Far as women goes, but she's not the best women's player in the country. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out out there. Who's the best player? I don't know, but I don't think it's Kate. I think. Well, you got to have somebody else. You got to have somebody else in mind. I think Paige Becker's, in a way, is probably the best player overall, but Caitlin's by far the best shooter. I will say that. Paige Becker is a great 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 player. player. She she would tell you she's not the best player. But anyway, that's fine. Whatever you want, that's fine. But that's my opinion. Kaylin Clark had a bad night last night shooting. Yeah, she was not great, and yeah. they, they lost at Indiana last night. Well, they lost. So, uh, I hope they keep losing because that's going to help Carolina even more. But as far as uh, South Carolina goes, I just want to say congratulations to Don winning another SEC regular season title. The big dog was there last night handing out the trophies. Greg Sankey. So, I mean, South Carolina, I mean, Don's won 600 games. She's won eight SEC regular season titles. She's won two national championships. I just want to throw that out there. I mean, she's like I say, she's the best out there right now. So, I mean, all the announcers, everybody's saying that, but, but my thing is, who would you say, could you, I know Clark, you keep the women's basketball. Could you say Paul Wiley could be the freshman of the year in women's SEC? She in in the SEC. Um, yeah, I have to think about, about that. Um, I I would have to think about it and really look at the numbers. I will say that, like, I hadn't seen all the SEC teams this year. Um, full Wiley, and I, I mean this as a as a legitimate compliment. Okay, somebody's gonna get offended when I say this. She plays like a man. She's a man. She play like I when I watch her play. I think. She could hang in a pickup game with dudes. I mean, legitimately, like, cross them up, make them look stupid, stop the game, sign the ball, that kind of stuff. She is that. She is incredibly impressive with her skill set. Um, I would have like, to really look at like, it. Because she, cause she also hasn't had a lot of opportunity because she's on such a deep team to be freshman of the year. There's going to be other people with better stats, but she's she's incredibly talented. But to me, she changes the game when she comes in there. I mean, she just speeds up the game. I mean, she does wonders, like you said. I mean, and as far as another question, do you think Murray Bowles could be freshman of the year in, in the means? I, I think probably so. In fact, I, I would I would say he looks like the freshman of the year in men's basketball, Will. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. <sighs> I appreciate the the weekly call, uh, reading off uh, Don Staley's Don resume. Don accomplishments? Yeah. Is anybody she arguing re- against her, by the way? For what? Right. Yeah. Nothing. For... Nobody's arguing against it for anything. 
She moved into a uh, – she, she's now number 102 in total wins. Moved into that by herself, so congrats. 100, 101, 101 more people to pass. By the way, um, Caitlin Clark's averaging 4.9 more points than anybody else in America. Just going to throw that out there. Paige Beggar's a really good player, 22nd in the country in, uh, in points. Let me tell you something. I watched uh, – obviously, I watched Notre Dame last night. Mm -hmm. Hannah Hidalgo. Uh, let me just read you her stat line. She's a freshman guard from Notre Dame. She's third in the nation in scoring, 23.9 points a game as a freshman. She is averaging 6.2 rebounds, 5.4 assists, and 4.9 steals. She is legitimately a 24-6, 5.5-5 player. Five steals a game. I've never seen anybody like that. And can, can I That's tell you? That's impressive. She, watching her Five hunt steals steal, a, a game? Yes. It doesn't foul out. Doesn't I mean, foul you out. Would, you would think that somebody with that many steals, you're taking a lot of risk, you know? Yes. She, watching her, like, legitimately hunt steals Sorry, is I incredible. just saw boiled peanuts. I was going to say, I was going to say, Ben's ben spotty senses started tingling about the uh, boiled peanuts over there. I, I literally watched the ball. I don't know how many minutes she played, 30 minutes last night? She legitimately tried to steal the ball every time it was dribbled. It is one of the most impressive things How I've seen. How many fouls was she called? I think three. I think okay. she ended up having three, and one of them was offensive. Yeah, I wasn't trying to make a point. Just normally if somebody has that many steals, you know, they're they're really grabby, and they're when you don't, you have to sell out to get some of those steals, and when you don't, you foul. And, yes. and she's pretty impressive that that's not really what she does. That's right. Um, by the way, what, what Will's talking about with uh, SEC Freshman of the Year, I'm going to pull up some. I'm going to pull up some stats on this. I do think Murray Boyles is probably it, like off the top of my head. Let me see here. Do, 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 do. He's uh, Look, he's going to be a really good player in time as well. I don't – Is he going to Is he going to be wearing Tennessee orange or Kentucky blue? <laughs> is he going to be at Ohio State? Oh, yeah. He might be at Ohio State. Uh, I was reading some uh, – I was reading some interesting stuff. I mean, I hope he's I'm, – I'm – that's I'm not making taking a shot at South Carolina. That's the reality uh, of basketball, <laughs> uh, of sports right now, right? Yes. Like, like you know, if Clemson had a freshman of the year, we'd be asking the same thing. You know, I I haven't like watching him play. I'm really impressed. His numbers aren't that good. Like, he's not. He's averaging nine point seven a game, four point eight rebounds. He's his a good, good shooter. His good games are really good. Yes. He's played in 20, and he's missed six games. He mm -hmm. missed some games due to injury, so maybe not. I, I would say he's a problem as a freshman. Um, the Kentucky crowd is going to have – one of those Kentucky players going to be uh, SEC freshman that you're probably – I do like Murray Boyles, though, and I think uh, I think Lamont Paris is probably uh, probably coach of the year in the league. The, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, South Carolina. Let's uh, let's talk about let's, – you want, you want to talk about South Carolina and Clemson real quick on – on those latest projections that came out? Yes, let's do that. Uh, we have new Joe Lenardi brackets. We can do that after the break. Yeah, Fox, let's do it after the break. Uh, time to break, buddy. You're right. <laughs> 654 roars the number. 654-767. You get me in a stats cloud, and that's it. It's over. Uh, short break. We'll come back live from Landscaper Supply. Come on, see us in Piedmont uh, right here on the intersection of Highway 8 and 81. Hour 2 of the program continues right after this. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. 
Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. If you're moving a loved one into assisted living and need a stress-free solution for selling their property, Samuel Property Group is here to be your guide. From home evaluation to a hassle-free sale, we handle it all. Let us ease your burden during this transition and receive your check in as little as 10 days. Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today and fill out the simple form to be contacted by one of our team members within 48 hours. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. First, it was Seneca, then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street, featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials, a build-your-own salad bar, and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection, and get this, $3 pints all day, every day, on their own Joe's House Lager, served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out, Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York-style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main in Central. Sitting here again today with our good friend, Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asked, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484 and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
How can we get your undivided attention? If you just look over here for two seconds, I'll do anything. I'll watch a foreign film. I'll talk to a man with a ponytail. Get in at 654-ROAR and let us know what you want to talk about. We are the Roar. Hour two continues out of bounds. William Pluggenbush, Ben Milstead, and uh, we have we have some sad news to report. I think. Uh, I mean, it's good for some people. We're down to just two pairs of tickets for Sunday's baseball game. So Saturday is spoken right. for. Uh, so the next two people that come in here and need baseball tickets, you can have uh, you can have a pair for Sunday's game, which begins at two o'clock. That's right. Uh, you can also register for a Traeger Pro Pellet Grill while you're here. Uh, and you can get free hot dogs and popcorn and enjoy lots of specials throughout the store, including 30% off today only on Turtle Box portable speakers that are 100% waterproof. They sound as good as anything you're ever going to hear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lots of reasons to come by. Uh, $10 off any purchase of $50 or more. That's throughout the weekend. Um, they also, and I, I'm not sure we've said this yet, you can get a free equipment demo if you're looking at some some mowers in there. They've got a great showroom of mowers. You can schedule a free demo, see how those suckers work, and uh, you're going to buy one. So just know that. They also, they're giving away $125 worth of Valspar paint and $125 home makeover from Valspar 2 this weekend. So along with the uh, Traeger Propeller Grill, you can register to win that stuff, which that, Sounds amazing. If you're going to make my home over for me, you're going to give me some ideas, you're going to give me some paint samples, uh, for sure. I'll take that all day long. Uh, let's talk a little um, Let's talk a little bracket, shall we? Because we, we're talking about South Carolina and Clemson, and uh, this is Joe Lenardi's latest. Um, good for the home teams. Yeah, one, again, one man trying to project what a committee is going to do. Not necessarily what either of us endorse. I don't. Maybe not even what Jerry Len, Joe Lenardi. Uh, That's right. Oh, I got something to say about that in a second. Because I'm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I disagree with him on on some of this stuff, but that's that's good. It's good for radio. Clemson is listed as a five seed, potentially facing either Providence or Texas A&M. I'm telling you, I I looked at Texas A&M again this morning. A&M is the perfect first four team. Yeah. Now I. I don't even know why they put them in the in the regionals and all that stuff in the matchups because that's not ever right. Correct. But if this was right, uh, sign me up today. Yes. Yeah, Clemson's path would be uh, Texas A&M, most likely Illinois, and then most likely Houston if Houston makes it that far. Uh, yeah, sign me up for that today. I'd take that, especially when you consider the other fours are Auburn, Baylor, and San Diego State. And the other ones are Arizona, Purdue, and UConn. I don't want to see. Uh, I don't want to see them at all. Um, <laughs> Clemson, though, a five seed, that feels normal. Like I'm looking. Uh, this is this is well beyond the scope of a normal human's ability to comprehend. I'm looking at bracketmatrix.com. If you want to just feel really smart, just type in bracketmatrix.com and see what comes up. It makes you feel really smart. Um, Clemson is the average of 105 brackets. Clemson is a five seed. So that 
feels in line with what the industry thinks about Clemson. Yeah, and you know, if I was putting one together today, I probably would have them a six seed. So they have them as a, as a five. One thing that I did find interesting, we talked about this before we went on the air, Quark, is that right now Clemson is one spot behind Kentucky in the net rankings. They have the uh, they have identical records, both are eighteen and eight. Uh, so they're one spot separating them. Kentucky is a, an absolute blue blood in college basketball. Nobody's going to argue that. Clemson is not. Yet Kentucky is a six seed in Lenardi, and Clemson is a five. And I just found that odd, like because we always like to look at places where oh well, there's bias and. I, I would just have assumed in that scenario that Kentucky, like Kentucky would be the five and Clemson would be the six. Right. Is it crazy to suggest that the rest of the country has more respect for this team than maybe some do locally? Uh, yes. And, and and you know and I don't that's not necessarily a, a slam. It's just you know because we are influenced by things other than what's actually happening on the court sometimes here. When you look on paper as somebody who lives in Lawrence, Kansas and mm-hmm. watches Kansas every day, you're not watching the ebbs and flows of Clemson season. At Alabama is a win nobody else has. At North Carolina is a win nobody else has. You're looking at two wins right there at the top of your resume that are as good as any win anybody has in the country. Yeah, uh, and, and nobody nobody else has two two of the top ten wins. That's right. right. Um, I don't know. I just found it interesting that you're, you know, that if somebody has to get the benefit of the doubt, I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. In Lenardi's mind, Clemson gets the benefit of the doubt in that tiebreaker situation over Kentucky. That's right. That's crazy. That is nuts. That is nuts. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be like that at the end. Kentucky may get a bump, and it doesn't mean that the committee won't give them a bump. But the the people in the industry are. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, on the text line, Dan in Charleston said he'd love to stop by and say hello. I'm assuming you're not in Charleston today. So, uh, yeah, please stop by and say hello. On, on the South Carolina front, uh, according to Lenardi today, they have them a seven seed. So they've they've lost some ground. I think and Ole Miss would be out of the tournament today. Yes. Which we kind of suggested that they would be. Um, and they should be. Which makes their game tomorrow, Ole Miss hosting South Carolina, a very important game for both teams. Uh, yes, and I would I would suggest to you South Carolina, when you start looking at other resumes, okay, and again – Looking at resumes is not the be-all, end-all, because we understand there's more to it, but resume is a good way to sort of simulate what the committee's doing. Because unlike the college football playoff committee, the, the men's basketball uh, tournament selection committee is not watching every game. They're not tasked with doing that. They are primarily looking at resumes. Ben, I went through this morning and just did a little exercise, and I started... Can I just point out how crazy it is that you, of what you just said? That the committee, the committee's right. not watching games. You're right. I mean, but but just think about that. I mean, the people who will who will decide this 
in many situations we'll be looking at resumes and not games. That's right. <laughs> Which is why, honestly, that's why the net is important as yeah. a sorting tool. Uh, yeah. You know? It, it, it also shows how flawed this is. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing is flawed. Um, boy, I've got some other thoughts on that for another day. Uh, one of the things that I think, though, is interesting about South Carolina is that they have the resume right now of a tournament team. But they have right. big games coming up, and they haven't played enough quad one games at the moment for me to feel real good about, like, again, right now they're in, and I don't have any doubt about that. But they are a team that, like, go lose at Ole Miss, you could see them dropping a seed line. Go lose your next game. What's their next game? Uh, and that and that's my point with them being projected a seven seed. Now, now you're you're not sitting as as comfortable. They're they're at see that's everybody they have remaining is either firmly in the tournament or or fighting for a spot. They are all in that same boat as you. And I, and listen, South three with three of those being on the road. By the way, and that's why I've been saying that about South Carolina for a couple of weeks now. This ending ending schedule for South Carolina is very difficult, no matter how good a team you are. And you're losing some of that money, some of that goodwill you have had built up. Tomorrow, tomorrow might be the most important one. I think it's a big game because Ole Miss is 68. They're right on the borderline of a quad one, quad two when you go there. They are a team that has not played particularly well against teams of your ilk, mm-hmm. if you're saying you're an NCAA tournament team. Um, my, I, I did a little exercise this morning where I went through and I was just looking at resumes and going, okay, that resume looks like a tournament team. I'm not thinking about quality. I'm really just thinking about this is, this is resume. Mm-hmm. 55 teams, I thought, this resume is for sure in the field. Whether it's an automatic bid or an at-large, this resume, as it stands right now, is for sure in the field. South Carolina was not one. Because they've got two quad one wins right now. uh, And they've got two quad three losses. They've got a sub-500 record in quad one with only five games played. They're 6-0 in quad two, which helps. Mm -hmm. And so I would have them in the tournament. What I'm saying is I would have them in the tournament, but they're not one of those resumes that you're like, yep. 100%. 100%. So back to what we said a while ago, if the committee is not actually watching games, because this, this is where I land on South Carolina. When I watch them play with my own two eyes, they look like a tournament team. Correct. And I don't even, I don't even doubt it. When I look at their resume, they do not. What is the committee doing? Are they looking at a resume or are they watching the game? And if, and if it's a situation where you're not watching South Carolina games, that is cause for concern. They have five quad one games remaining. If they go two and five, three in wow. those games, right now, Florida yeah. is sitting at 30. So that one's a little dicey. Could end up being a quad two, which actually is bad. You kind of need that game to be a quad one. Three of those games are on the road. I think you need to win your two home games and win one on the road. I think you need to go three and two in those games to feel great. And 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 don't don't get blown out because – as yeah. long as you don't go, get blown out, you're gonna you're gonna stay. They're 55 right now in the net. You're gonna stay in that ballpark, win or lose, probably. And that that's with, why you're with, gonna have to sweat. Right, right. And so Texter said, uh, uh, just not a not a tournament team. 
I, I'm not sure what you mean by that because I, I just what what we said is they look like a tournament team and if it if the tournament started today they would be in but I'm not locking it down yeah. like I'm not making South Carolina lock because there is a lack of quality on that one sheet yeah and I, I you know I, I, I personally think you're you're probably looking at two and three if you're lucky here down the stretch. So what does that do to you? Uh, again, I, I I think I put South personally. I put South Carolina in. I'm not on the committee. I I have off. I've had a rule, and this rule has been borne out over time. That if you have more quality wins in quad one than you have bad losses, you're probably going to get in. If you have the same number, it's a little dicey. If you go two and three, and you've got four quad one wins, no quad two losses, and two quad three losses, South Carolina's probably getting in. But if you go one and four, and maybe you have a depreciation where something a loss gets a little bit worse, or a win gets a little bit worse, a quad one becomes a quad two, or something like that, then again you're starting to get in that territory where you you still have some work to do in the SEC tournament, and that's kind of what we're talking about. South Carolina with wins, they could go up a seed line or two right now, but a loss could also knock you down a seed line or two just because you're look. It's a little bit like Wake Forest, where you're looking at the resume, going, "This is a tournament team. Now prove it to me." When you've got an opportunity, go prove it to me. Uh, can I say one thing about Lenardi real quick? I think I, we know what Joe Lenardi's job is. Mm-hmm. His job is to project what the committee is thinking. The, like, Brett Freelander rips on Lenardi all the time. And I think he has a good reason to do that, because particularly when Lenardi is telling us things that don't appear to be true when we're also watching the games. Right. Yeah, I, yeah and like, like what we were just talking about, earlier with Wake Forest, we watch Wake Forest play. What he's telling us doesn't in any way, shape, or form fit what I see from Wake Forest. Or even some of the numbers, what's, what the net is saying about Wake Like you're telling yeah, me – It's like team, he's not following his own rule. Exactly. I, I think it's right for him to have an opinion. But here's the deal. You can't watch a game on ESPN right now without somebody bringing on Lenardi, citing Lenardi, without Lenardi actually – joining in on the broadcast without him sort of being a part of the conversation. So he has gone from now, look, I'm just trying to project what the committee's going to do to the team. Like, he, he was on the other day basically saying, uh, it doesn't matter if Wake Forest, I can't remember what game it is, doesn't really matter if Wake Forest wins or loses this game, it's not going to matter. Well, a lot, of the, a lot of the viewers of this game are fans of that team. He is on there telling you, this win doesn't matter, you're still out. You're, you're going to make people upset when you're put in that position, and I feel like ESPN is actually doing him a disservice in this discussion. So you brought up a great, a great point to me earlier today in that you know I, I tend to give Lenardi much more grace now than I used to because I, I recognize what his job is. By the same token, think about the, the way that we feel about like the Curb, about Kirk Herbstreet and Chris Fowler and the whole ESPN football broadcast crew, and we, we accuse them of influencing the playoff committee, and they do. Yes. Um, Herbstreet you know, has, has admitted that. Yeah, I mean, whether they – I don't think that's their intent. I mean, they're doing their job, but they're, they have such a powerful voice that you feel like it influences them. Is that not a – and this was your point. I think it's a great point. Is this not what 
ESPN is doing with Joe Lenardi because if a committee is not watching games and they're looking at metrics and they're they're looking at things that are not games, is it not natural to assume that when you force Lenardi down our throat as much as they do, that at some point the committee is listening to that and being influenced in the same way that we're blaming them for doing on football? I had not thought about that. I think you're right about it. And you know what? I – I agree. My friend Evan Lepler, who um, he he does some play-by-play for the ACC and has done stuff with battling to pass, et cetera, he said the other day there's too much talk about quads and brackets during and after games. And I would say there's too much talk about quads and brackets during a game. I think you have to talk about it before the game because pe- people people need to know the stakes of what they're watching. Let people like us do that on Thursdays and Fridays. That's and right. Not, not during the game. During the game, there's so much interesting stuff happening. As long as there is interesting stuff happening, if it's a blowout, maybe you go do that with some of your material where you're trying to, you're kind of hoofing it a little bit. But I, I do agree with them. There is too much talk about the the bracket stakes while possessions are happening and the game is being decided, and that's not really Joe Lenardi's fault. That is ESPN's fault. Six five four roars the number if you'd like to join us. Six five four seven six two seven. Hour two of the program continues live from Landscaper Supply. Come out and see us for a big time here in their grand opening weekend in Piedmont between Highway 8 and 81. We'll return for more right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Estes Heating and Air, the elite tile dealer of the upstate, is here to give you peace of mind with an exclusive offer. If cold air is blowing from your unit and your heat is on, it's time for a routine checkup. A priority customer membership with Estes Heating and Air includes two full routine services to make sure your unit is running efficiently all year long. New members enjoy $25 off the one-time membership fee. Estes Heating and Air, the elite tile dealer of the upstate. 864-718-7200. Criminal charges are serious with life-changing consequences for you and your family. Let us help you navigate this process. Let us be your advocate at Ryan Beasley Law. I'm Ryan Beasley. Our law firm works in courtrooms across the state at all levels, municipal, state, and federal. We also work with students who face conduct issues at their colleges and universities. We work with our clients throughout this process from pre-arrest investigations to intervention programs as well as criminal trials. With over 20 years assisting clients, Our firm has grown to include former state and federal prosecutors. Let us put this experience to work for you. If you are facing an investigation or criminal prosecution, please do not hesitate to contact us. Let us seek the best resolution for you. 
I'm Ryan Beasley, and I look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Ryan Beasley Law. Find them online at ryanbeasleylaw.com or call 864-679-7777. Ryan Beasley Law. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's ramp.com sports. Dr. David Maruz, D.C. in Greenville, South Carolina, is here to guide you on your journey toward a pain-free life from peripheral neuropathy. And here's the exciting news. Take advantage of their limited-time offer. Your initial Sumas laser treatment is just $79. Take the first step towards a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation with Dr. David Maruz, D.C. And schedule your initial treatment for only $79, absolutely commitment-free. Relieve peripheral neuropathy pain now. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. The Roar, the only media outlet where you won't need a two-step authentication to access. It's going to be exciting. The Roar, where every day's game day. Well, Mike Baum, by the way, back in the studio. Our two continues. Uh... If by paradise you mean Doug Kingsmore Stadium, we do indeed. First baseline of Doug Kingsmore Stadium. We do have two two tickets remaining. Two tickets. All we have left for Sunday. Your Sunday paradise. Sunday at two. Two for two, two at for two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit of a different schedule. So the rhythm early in the season is normally 4-2-1. Uh, this weekend it's 5-2-2. Two, two. Uh, 5 o'clock today, 4.30 pregame with Don and Bob. Uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow, I'll be with Bob tomorrow, 1.30 pregame, 2 o'clock. And then Sunday, 1.30 pregame, 2 o'clock, first pitch with uh, Don and Bob again. Kennesaw State coming to town this weekend. A little bit of a rough start for Kennesaw State. A lot of those players are back from last year. Um, that's that's a team you don't want to sleep on. And, um, you know, Clemson made Xavier look silly last weekend a little bit. They beat Louisville in the midweek. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there an NFL team last year? That lost a playoff game running the seldom used five two two. Like they only had like nine players on the field. <laughs> yeah, right I'm, at the thinking, uh, right thinking, at the end. I'm thinking that happened in a playoff game. Or it something. did. Yeah. It it, uh, it didn't it see that five two two coming. 
Oh, man. All right, 654 Roy's the number. You want to join us on the phones or on the Adams Curving text line? Let's talk decision-making for a second. We're talking about the committee making decisions. We talk all the time about coaches making decisions. Our young people have to make good decisions related to alcohol and drugs and vaping and staying away from those substances, particularly uh, in the case of alcohol when you're young, just making quality choices there. And, uh, you know, it's hard for parents to talk about this with their kids. It's difficult to talk about anything with your kids, uh, but the Phoenix Center's helping because they've got resources and tools and tricks of the trade that can help you weave these topics into normal conversation so that it's not so awkward and uh, it's not so difficult to bring these up with your kids and with your teens. For more on that, go to phoenixcenter.org. That's phoenixcenter.org. Check under resources. Um, some other big games coming up. I, I, I promise we were going to do this yesterday. We'll talk some college football in the last hour here. Uh, I want to know, in the slate this weekend, I want to see if we can pin Ben down on some picks. Now, the spreads the spreads for these games don't come out until later on tonight, so we don't have spreads for the Saturday games. But Ken Palm never fails us. Ken Palm does have spreads for some of these games. And so I'm just curious which games you feel passionate about because you said you were very intrigued by the slate mm-hmm. and very intrigued by the games coming up. So we're going to see where we might see Ben Milstead getting in on the action some this weekend. Uh, all right, I like it. Uh, let's start with, and I'm just going to, if you have no opinion on these games, feel free. No okay. opinion. Houston-Baylor. Uh, this game is at Baylor. This I game like is at that. It's yeah. noon. You just said Houston at Baylor. Yes, I so did. So that was my hint. Uh, <laughs> God, Ben. <laughs> Houston is a well, – where is they ranked right now? Houston is like ranked – Ken Palm, they're one. They are ranked – stand by. That's kind of funny. They are ranked two Okay. in the AP. Uh, I think Baylor's going to be about a two-point favorite in this game, actually. Uh, Ken Palm has them at three. Really? Uh-huh. Ken Palm – well, uh, Ken Palm has Houston by three, actually. Has Houston by three. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't – I would stay away from that. I got a feeling Baylor wins this game, actually. Houston's not been the same – uh, away from home. They uh, did fail to cover on Monday, which I'm still uh, very upset about. Um, in the ACC, Notre Dame-Syracuse. Ken Palm has Syracuse by eight. That that sounds about right. Uh, this total, by the way, is 130. If I can get anywhere around the mid-130s, I'm going to take the under in this game because Notre Dame is an under team. They just gr- they grind the game to a halt, and they can't score. So even though Syracuse wants to run a little bit, I think this would be a low-scoring game. So 130 and the win by eight seems kind of tough, though. Because I, I do, th- I do think Syracuse can. Will, I mean, my my inclination is to go over there. To okay. Take, or I mean, not over, but rather Syracuse and minus the points. Eight. Yeah, minus eight. Uh, this is a very sad SEC game. Noon. How many people going to be at this game? Missouri, Arkansas. I don't care. No idea. Okay. <laughs> Very care. good. What about Vandy? Arkansas at, win, but wh- I don't care. Yes. Uh, what about Vandy and Florida? Florida, Ken Palm has them by 18 in this game. I was going to say 14. So, yeah. Maybe too many points? Maybe too. 18 a lot. Vandy, uh, I, I was stunned. On Wednesday night – Vandy was a one-and-a-half-point home underdog hasn't, in a conference game. Yeah, hasn't I – mean, Vandy's lost a ton, but hadn't they played a lot of close games, though, relatively 
close yes. relative to the number of losses so they have. So, in their last four home games, they've won twice. They beat Missouri and they beat Texas A&M. Uh, they also lost one at the buzzer. Oh, no, they won one at the buzzer. They beat Texas A&M at the buzzer. Uh, lost to Alabama by three back in January at home. Um, they played Tennessee. I think it was close, and then Tennessee pulled away late, if I remember. So, yes, they have played uh, a little bit closer at uh, a little bit closer at home. Um, let's see. Other games. 2 o'clock, ACC. Boston College, NC State. What do you think about this one? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I actually think Boston College can, can make this a game. NC State by four here. Yeah. You taking those with BC? It's not a big enough line to play it, but I mean, that's a that's a tight game. That's a I mean, practically a one possession game, which I I can see that happening. Yeah, it feels like a one score game to me, especially yeah. with as Jekyll and Hyde as NC State is in four minute segments. I could totally see Boston College being up eight, down eight, and then finishing the yeah, middle. Yeah, that's a sneaky sneaky tough matchup for NC State there Duke Wake Forest um Vegas is gonna have is gonna have Duke favored by a couple a, a basket here I would think I, I'm taking Wake Forest in this one I think Wake Forest is gonna win this game at home I think I would take the points too Ken Palm has Duke by one it's essentially a coin flip I'm gonna I'm gonna probably probably play that one when the lines officially come out oh uh, he he's going to the dock folks this one this one's getting locked in with uh, Wake Forest plus the yeah, points, we got to Well, I'll wait on the official spreads, but if looking it, like a good bet, if it is Wake by two or three, I'm or, or Duke by two or three rather, I'm I'm going to take Wake. Uh, let's see some of these other ones. Uh, BYU Kansas State. Any thoughts on that game? BYU Kansas State. It's at K State. It's at K State. Um, boy, BYU can just shoot the freaking. They're hmm. Everybody shoots the three, but how much, you know, you also truly die by the three, too. That, that would be a stay away from me. Kansas State is such a poor shooting team. Yeah. I don't think I want any Contrasting part of that styles here. Uh, three o'clock. Cincinnati at TCU, your favorite league. You got to go to ESPN Plus to watch this. Bubble special. Oh, boy. TCU by three. Uh, Ken Palm is TCU by four. Okay. So you're on it. Uh, South Carolina Ole Miss, 330. Ole Miss by three. Ole Miss by one, 57%. So a, a virtual one. coin flip there. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking Ole Miss wins? I'm thinking Ole Miss wins. I uh, I, I will wait on that line, too. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Any thoughts on that little rivalry in Stillwater? More Big 12? No thoughts on that one. Uh, what about Texas Tech UCF? I'm just hitting all the Big 12. Texas Tech playing good basketball at the moment. UCF not. UCF struggled a little bit. Yeah, lately. I'd say Texas Tech's going to be like a eight and a half point favorite here. They UCF's lost four in a row. They also they lost by a bucket to Cincinnati their last home game. I think Texas Tech's just better. I what, think what, better what's UCF. the line? What's Texas say? Tech by two. Oh, by two. Yeah. yeah. That might be one I take a look at too. Aha! We got more notes. Uh, back to the ACC. Georgia Tech Miami. That's a four o'clock game in South Florida. Somebody's got to win. Probably be Miami. 
four. Will, will they win by eight? Ooh. That's what Ken Palm says. Pack still hobbled. Boy, George, Georgia Tech just gave up. That that concerns me. That, that's probably a good line. You know, I might take these points, and it might be an overreaction, but I thought I thought Miami would muster one final charge against Duke, and they just laid down too. Yeah. Damon also went with the uh, – Damon went with the when I get my players in their line after the game. Um, it was similar to Micah Shrewsbury. Remember they lost to the Citadel, and he said, if these guys don't want to play hard, they don't have to be here next year. I'll go find somebody that will. And they came out. The best ball Notre Dame's played was in early January after that. Um, I think Georgia Tech plays inspired. I do. If I'm getting eight, I'm going to take eight with Georgia Tech. Sleepy crowd in Miami on Saturday. Yeah, both of these teams might have quit. Side note, someone at Georgia Tech mentioned to me Wednesday night, pointed out that, do you realize that if this was next year, we wouldn't make the ACC tournament? Which I'd not consider. Wow. Like, who who gets cut? Yeah, Georgia Tech wouldn't even make the ACC tournament wow. this time next year. I think they'll make it next year. I think they'll be better. I think Damon's going to get it, better. If he keeps those guys together, yes, I do too. The problem, like Damon keeps talking about when I get my guys, he, the only thing I don't like about that is you, there's no guarantee you're going to get your guys. Like you got to feel doggone sure you're going to get those guys. I'm not sure that's a guarantee. You got to keep your guys too. That's correct. Uh, North Carolina, Virginia. North Carolina hasn't won there in seven tries. I don't care what the line is. I'm, this is a stay away from me, and here's why: North Carolina is clearly better. Virginia Tech has their I mean, Virginia has their back against the wall. They are at home. They know they don't lose to North Carolina at home. They've played just crap basketball in the last week and a half. They have. Isn't this exactly the kind of game that Tony Bennett pulls out of his, you know what? How many points would you have to get to take it with Virginia? Because North Carolina is favored by four on Ken Palm. Maybe, maybe like a like to touch it like seven or eight. Okay, you probably don't get that. I actually think no. this will be like a three, two and a half or three because I think there's, a lot of people are going to take the history in the building. There's no reason for there's there's no reason for Virginia to beat North Carolina except that that's what happens. Right. That's a good that's a good point. Um, and then uh, we'll do one more before our next break, and then we'll get to some of the night games on Saturday a little bit later. Alabama Kentucky in Rupp. Going the same time as North Carolina, Virginia. What a crowded four o'clock slate. I trust Alabama a lot more than I trust Kentucky right now. Uh, now Alabama coming off a pretty emotional, hard-fought game with Florida. Um, Kentucky maybe, and LSU, same thing. Going into yeah, that that's true. Kentucky's going to be like a one-point favorite here. Alabama by two is Ken Palm. I like that, mm. but I'm not taking. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not taking Kentucky side on any. You know what's crazy? I think there might be value on the under here. The projected total is 178. Oh, that's a lot of points. A lot of points, even for these two teams that want to score. Yeah, then don't don't really play defense. Ooh, that's still a lot of points. I might go on if it's like 180, high 170s. You might see that one on Twitter coming up. Uh, 
coming up tomorrow. All right, we're live at Landscaper Supply. Come by and see us. We'll sort of reset things at the top of the hour here. One more hour to go. Still got some hot dogs and popcorn and lots of goodies for you. And their grand opening right here in Piedmont. Stay with us. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson. WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens. 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar.